Please have a seat. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Once again it's our privilege to be in this house of God to meditate upon the message of cross. As I said in the beginning, the whole world is meditating in a different way. But for us it is so different because we are the people who are supposed to rejoice and be glad and glorify God and celebrate this day in a different way. And usually, as we know, this name is, uh, this day is called as a Good Friday. And uh, we do not know how it has come. And for us, of course, we mean this day is a Good Friday. Why? Um, in this day, we remember it is God who has set us free before 2000 years ago and this is not the only day, every day of our life we celebrate. And uh, in a person's life, there are three days most important. The same way, today Jesus Christ is the center of this day and even to this world. Everyone remembers the cross. We can say cross is the center or Christ is the center, which cannot be separated. Cross on the Christ. And cross on the cross, with the, there is no cross without Christ or without, there is no Christ without, uh, no cross without Christ or cross without, uh, Christ without cross. So in that way, there are three days for you in his life. It is the day of birth and the day of his death as well as the day of resurrection which is we are going to remember on Sunday. In the same way, in a believer's life, there are three days. What are the days? Day of your birth in this world and day of your rebirth that is you born again of course if you think that is the most important that is the most important day in your life the whole thing has changed you became a new person and you became a child of God you are a, became a spiritual being that is the most important event as well the day you accepted Jesus Christ in your life those who are not experienced that may not be but we encourage each and everyone should have the rebirth of our days Amen? Amen? Do you believe that? That is a very exciting day in your life. Because Jesus came to your life personally. Even though he was sent and he came sent to this world and he came to this world, he himself came to you personally because you acknowledged and you accepted that that day became a great day in your life. Of course, you are the death day you are not going to see. The people will remember. So there are three days as well for a believer. When we are understanding about the Good Friday, why it is good, let us turn to Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. Isaiah 53, verse 4 and 5. Surely, he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. So this was the key and why Jesus Christ came to this world, the very purpose. Even in the introduction I wanted to say that even in, um, 
in everyone's life in every person's life there are before or just before is death on this year the physical death there are important words the last words the person speaks just before his departure of from this world is the very important word that's what the usually every human being is considered and uh, suppose if you are attending uh, any funeral service or uh, any of your relatives or dear ones and you will be asked what is the last thing he has spoken and to whom he has spoken or she has spoken that word we respect more and accept it more those words are very important what is the last word of that person who spoke before he departs from this world in that way jesus christ also spoken seven words on the cross and uh, by the way even though it is from the different uh, gospels it is taken the theologians narrated them in the order 1 to 3 into 7 in a beautiful way even though there are denomination churches they meditate these seven words about an hour or hours two hours of meditating this words but for us is even though the time is given limited we can go through these seven words the last words of jesus christ which he has spoken from the cross we will we are going to meditate today that is recorded in all four gospel matthew 27 mark 15 luke 23 and also john 19 in all gospel these words are recorded and we are going to study them today first word luke 23 verse 34 luke 23 turn to your bible or note this word luke 23 verse 34 30 from 30 also i will read it then they began to sing i think i'm right to the mountains fall on us and to the hills cover us for if they do these things in the i'm sorry 34 yes then jesus said father forgive them for they do not know what they do that was the first word father forgive them for they do not know what they are doing jesus asked his father to primarily to forgive his enemies who are they they are included caiaphas and the sanhedrin pontius pilate and herod and the soldiers who were scourged him those who were mocked him those who tortured him and also just they have nailed him on this cross so these are all the people he means to these people those who stood against him from the beginning till the cross and those who are nailed him on the hands and those who are nailed him on his feet those who are beaten him those who are crowned him with the nails so each and every one jesus christ prayed to the father forgive them that is a kind of a prayer he started with but this also applying the apostles the companion and also those who served him even to the peter who denied him even in the last moment as well the unfaithful crowd those who are before him and those who are asking him to be nailed him on the cross so yes there is a list of those each and every one 
those who are surrounded god has the lord jesus asking the father to forgive him does he react angrily no he asks his father forgive them because they are ignorant really they do not know what they are doing to whom they are doing because first of all they didn't accept jesus christ is the messiah that is why jesus asked the father to forgive them and these days the same word is misused by many people they preach this word christ who was who asked the father on that day before 2000 years ago the same way even today is interceding for us so we do not worry about the way, way we live the day will come lord will forgive us and he will be keep on pleading with the father and interceding with the father to forgive our sins you do not worry about what the way of you living no that is and it is absolutely wrong and uh, really they were ignorant but we are all not ignorant they do not know what is sin but we know what is sin what is not sin so knowingly if we do so which is called a deliberate sin and that sin cannot be forgiven so that was not the same thing what is today so what do they know do not know was this do not know jesus christ was the son of god and who he is and what is nature and his world and his purpose of coming to this world that is why they were forgiven and the lesson for us is do we know him first of all do we have him in our life do we love him and do we obey him if not the time for us to know who jesus christ is the first message for us is as i said cross and christ cannot be separated why the whole world is remembering some of them may not be knowing the whole truth it may be as a celebration it may be as a, one of the event but it is not a event but it is, it has to be personalized to our life to know jesus christ came to this world and he died for our sins if it is so it is our responsibility to make the people to know and understand who is jesus christ the purpose of he came to this world as well so we have to pray and intercede for this situation and every circumstances for the people to know it and in this time and uh, i also would like to read a verse from matthew chapter 5 verse 44 and whom to be forgiven jesus christ as he was on the earth on the cross he has forgiven he pleaded to the father to forgive the people as i said a different people and also especially you can couple them all together in one verse they are the enemies now in matthew 5 verse 44 in the very beginning of his ministry he taught to his disciple in the sermon of mountain and what we are supposed to do verse 44 but i say to you love your enemies bless those who curse you do good to those who hate you and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you this is the very right uh, character of a christian as jesus christ as a character of forgiving people as he has forgiven us and he has forgiven the people those who persecuted him on the cross the lesson for us is to forgive others as well we are forgiven so that we will forgive others do we do that are you doing it hello forgiveness is a basic character of god the christ himself so we should have the character of jesus christ we should forgive others do you forgive others 
हेलो इसमें लैंग्वेज इज नॉट क्लियर दिस इज द क्रिस्टियन कैरेक्टर फर्गीव एंड फर्गेट आर यू रेडी टू फर्गीव अदर्स फर्गीव अदर मीन्स वेरी स्पेशली द एनिमीज इफ यू हैव एनिमीज यू हैव टू फर्गीव दैम एनिबडी हैज यू एनिमी see in these days one thing i come to it is um, uh, come to my mind why anyhow let move on then i'll come to the points now okay second now second word is luke 23 verse 43 luke 23 verse 43 we can read from even 35 onwards so you know just remember there were two criminals those who were also put him on the cross one on the left one on the right and jesus christ was telling to the one who is let us read from 40 yeah 39 i will read it then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him saying if you are the christ save yourself and us but the other answering rebuked him saying do you not even fear god seeing you are under the same condition contamination and we indeed justly for we receive the due reward for our deeds but this man has done nothing wrong then he said to jesus lord remember me when he come into your kingdom and jesus said to him assuredly i say to you today you will be with me in paradise that was the second word of jesus christ on the cross what is the actual situation or scene here the large crowd of people stood watching and insulting him the rulers the chief priests teachers of the law and the elders mocked at him the soldiers were mocked at him as well one of the criminals hanging beside also insulted him his mother his brother sisters and his so called disciples and other followers will also must be there with full of agony mourning crying and weeping under the cross or behind the cross but the other criminal said to the other the second criminal don't you fear god we are punished justly and we are getting what our deeds deserve jesus done nothing wrong and he also said lord remember me when you come into your kingdom about this criminal there are many things we know about him that is he is the one who fear god he uh, that means he should have heard about him and acknowledge him as a lord and he have feared him and he know him what he is doing is wrong what he has done is wrong but jesus christ has done nothing wrong and uh, he did he according to him he deserved the punishment whereas jesus christ is not deserved to and so on so that person is different than the the first one in short we can put it in this way the second criminal had some knowledge about the lord jesus christ and his power his kingdom and as i said he is he feared god and he believed him and he prayed to god and made use of the opportunity to ask him the, that is we can put put it together the urgent request of a man and the immediate answer of god god answered him at that moment he is always about jesus christ what do you say what do you know in that situation 
he is always listening to the cry of his people whoever ask him pray to him he is there to listen in that situation even though he was going through the agony in a deep in a great difficult situation which cannot be expressed but even in that time he heard him and also he answered to him so there is no difficult situation for god to answer you and he is always forgiving and accepts any sinner at any time assures his kingdom to those who repent and accept him that is the only condition we should realize our sin and repent for our sin and accept jesus christ as jesus can save us and the lesson for us here is knowledge about god and his power believing in him even praying to him is not enough we all must repent for our sins and confess it and accept him and then we will make it heaven the important thing is as we know from the beginning of this year we are the theme of this year is holiness holiness for what without holiness no one can see god and our very purpose of worshiping him in this place or wherever it is or becoming a christian and working hard throughout uh, our life on this earth after accepting him to make it heaven so i asked you the question in the beginning what is the purpose of what you are going to do in heaven we want to make it heaven and uh, what is the purpose what just entering the heaven no to meet jesus hello we are making heaven we are working hard and the purpose is to meet our lord to be with him amen that assurance was given to this thief instantly and he was promised to him so it doesn't it, it is being with him is most important is then any other thing in the world so that person made use of that opportunity so for us it is a lesson how can we make heaven and me be with jesus christ and even the you will be with me in paradise that promise assurance was given to him and um, in this time at least we will say see if jesus wanted to he is we know he is all powerful he is all he has all authority and he is a miracle he did many miracles so when going through this situation or going or facing through this situation in his life if he wishes suppose to do a miracle as he did for many even he himself could have been do uh, escape from that cross he should have proved that he is god and by his power he should have came down from the cross and proved to the world his power but that is not important for him the purpose and plan of god the father has to be fulfilled through his life miracle is not important showing power is not important doing the will of god is important he himself did it how he did the uh, 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 the will of god just simply humbled himself till the cross if he wishes he should have came down from the cross no that is not important doing the will fulfilling the promise concerning him concerning the world is most important to him in the same way to each and every one of us doing the will of god is most important and for that god expects us as he humbled himself on the cross till the cross we are expected to humble ourselves before him thirdly john 19 26 to 27 the third word 
what is the third word verse 26 then jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby he said to his mother dear woman here is your son and to the disciple here is your mother from that time on this disciple took her into his home what was the situation here what is the situation here jesus watching around him always concerned taken care of his human mother and the beloved disciple the mother of jesus the widowed mother crying with a great depression even she could not lift her head to look at her son jesus but very anxiously expecting what is going to tell her the beloved disciple the john it is known standing near to him very close with jesus christ looking at him expecting what he is going to do or tell him so in this situation is jesus christ has spoken this see how he is watching and carrying concern even though when that situation on as he was going through the agony the pain he was looking at concerning about this the mother the disciple what to tell the lord's last word the very important word and is the in that's what he said dear woman here is your son that means she may not be paying attention to just imagine as she is under the cross maybe could not able to lift up lift up her head to the cross that is why to bring her attention dear woman immediately she should have lifted up her head towards him here is your son and at the same time maybe the disciple john might have watched him he knew he is straight away watching so he didn't say anything just here is your mother the responsibility of the of a son to the mother is there so how do we respond our being responsible to our dear and near ones that is the lesson let us not forget it and uh, we must love and take care of and concern about our parents in all circumstances if possible even until our death we must be available at any time and be ready to obey him and in all circumstances as well fourth word matthew chapter 27 verse 45 and 46 that also in mark 1534 matthew chapter 15 sorry matthew 27 45 and 46 now from the 6th hour until the 9th hour there was darkness over all the land and about the 9th hour Jesus cried out with loud voice saying Eli Eli lama sabachthani that is my god my god why have you forsaken me just imagine first three words about others the people surrounded in general and the people those who beside him left and right second word third the very closely to his mother and the disciples now the time has come and uh, he could not able to bear with this and at the moment 
the bible the records there was darkness that means god the father should have hidden his face to him that is why until then he was all right in the sense he could able to bear but now the time has come he cried to the father my god my god why have you forsaken me you may ask that why should jesus the son of most high god has to cry or pray like this as a continuation of his prayer after he prayed for the people around and the criminal besides and his mother and the beloved disciples and his friends now he is telling about himself to the father and he expressing himself though he knew that he is the will of the father the purpose of his coming and this world and why should he has to pray like this it is really the father forsaken him of course certainly not but at that moment that's what the bible records god is love jesus christ is the begotten son of our father and he loved the son most more than anybody else and since god loved the world and he allowed his son jesus christ to be crucified on the cross but he could not able to bear or face the way the people treated his son that is why even god the father hidden his face to see the condition the agony of his own son going through on this earth even though it was known and allowed to him to go through the father could not able to see that for a moment that is why i feel that he could have hidden his face and that's why the world whole world become talking for about this 3 hours 6 to 9 hours the lesson for us is the extreme agony and the pain of his son jesus christ on this earth which he could not bear it and cry to the father on seeing the way that people tortured his son and knowing the plan pain and the suffering of his son jesus christ even the father can't able to face him and it is by his death that we are redeemed for there is one god there is also one mediator between god and the human race christ jesus himself as a human who gave himself as a ransom for us all that's what first timothy chapter 2 5 to 6 we read the extreme love of the father to the world and to his son jesus christ that we should understand it is all for you and me to have life on this earth why he has to go through such a painful situation it is because for you and me the fifth word is john 19 verse 28 after this jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished that the scripture might be fulfilled said i thirst i thirst that is the fifth word what is the thirst and if you know it i imagine when jesus christ was praying to the father my god my god why have forsaken me we do not know what and no one heard that's why it is not recorded and god the father might have asked him and what do you want it what do you want me to do maybe just i guess like this that is why jesus said i am thirst and that is not to anybody else that is to the father 
it is also a part of his prayer to the countess you can imagine that and uh, nowhere i have read just i guess that is the answer to the father and what the father said we do not know and to the father he is saying i am thirst i thirst so as a human expression of his physical suffering jesus is now in shock the wounds inflicted upon the him upon him and the crowning with the thorns and the nailing upon the cross are now taking their toll especially after losing blood on the three hours walk through the city of jerusalem to kolkata on the way of cross but i personally believe that jesus did not mean to only about his physical thirst secondly this word is the part of his conversation as i say it is also maybe a spiritual thirst or thirst of our lord jesus christ peter writes in first peter 222 as we know he is the promise of this day he himself bore our sins in his body upon the cross so that free from sin we might live for righteousness by his wounds we have been healed he understood it very rightly and that's why he has written like that so in this case the lesson for us is we should have hunger and thirst for the word of god and to be with the lord that means we should prepare ourselves and ready to meet him in eternity so what is the thirst we have in this day jesus christ has a thirst at that moment and we should have a thirst the scripture encourages that we should have hunger and thirst for the word of god we should have a thirst for receive the spirit of god in us we should have a thirst to preach the gospel to the unsaved people in this world so we should have a different thirst but it is concerning the kingdom of god and the eternity of every human being sixth word john 19 verse 30 when he had received the drink jesus said it is finished with that he bowed his head and gave up his spirit so the fifth word sixth word is it is finished this word also i believe that continuation of his conversation with his father only to with anyone on this earth now we have to think what he meant to say it is finished verse 1928 says the fulfilling of the scripture the prophecy concerning jesus christ is finished his purpose for which he came to this world is finished the purpose is salvation of mankind is finished his commitment is finished that is to the people to his world mother the disciple and to the world it is finished his commitment is finished and his physical life also finished as it was planned by god the father and now nobody dies like this i can say i mean after saying this word i have finished everything that i am ready to die is there anyone on this earth to say this nobody because we never ever finish the task or the purpose what god planned for us many people we do not know why you are living for whom you are living and you should you should know about your plan and purpose of your life on this earth in general as a christian we know the life what god has given us in this earth is for what first of all to prepare ourselves to be with the lord 
to work on your salvation, to know Him. In my experience always, I used to say that this is a mini heaven, it is a mini hell. If you think that it is a heaven, yes, it is a mini heaven you can enjoy. And you can have all your blessings and you can experience that it is going to be like that, just like this. But if you think it is like a hell, it is a mini hell. Some people are throughout their life, there is no happiness, no joy in their life at all. But it is the place for us, the purpose, what God, the life, what God has given us in this place, in this world is, first of all, to know Him. In conclusion, we can say that we will make Him known to this world. Then, you will be with Him. That is the purpose. And uh, there are many things, many assignments God has given, we have to finish it. Concerning as Jesus Christ has finished. And um, the lesson here is, we can say, at this time, we have finished everything. But of all we know, that all things are tasks, the purposes, what I said. He, God has assigned each and every one of us an assignment in this world. We, we have to do it. Everyone knows it. That has to be completed. In our works, in our family, in the ministry, and if not, this time, to think over it. That is, you have to think about all these things in your personal life, in your family, in your working place, in the ministry especially, what are the things you have finished. And if not, it is time for it to finish, because our days are in its hand. And we do not know what is going to happen tomorrow. The last and final word, verse 7. Seventh word of Jesus Christ. Luke 23, verse 46. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. In the beginning I said, I mentioned it. All these last seven words of Jesus Christ are the last prayer of Him. I don't know how many of you noticed it. The first three words spoke about on behalf of others. And the last four words is about Himself. As a mediator, He says that, why, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The rest of the words are concerning Himself. And this is the prayer. As he started with the Father, forgive them. And he is finishing the prayer with Father. Into your hand I commit my spirit. This is how the prayer has to be. We know, some people they do not know even the prayer. How to start, where to start, how to pray, how to finish it. Some Christians are living like that. What is the prayer? And whom to be others, prayer is always addressed to the Father, not to Christ. It is to the riches Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is prayer. Jesus did it very perfectly on the cross. He started with, Father, forgive them. Finally, Father, into your hand I commit my spirit. What does it mean? The most important thing that we should understand from here is, about our body, spirit and soul. That is made of all. We are all composed of body, soul and spirit. The body goes to the earth as it was. And the spirit goes back to God, the Father, where it came from. And the soul to paradise or soul, where the, the, permanent, the temporary place is the soul. Then it goes to the, after the judgment it goes to either heaven or hell. So this is how we should have this knowledge. And about the commitment of God, Jesus Christ is the model for us in everything. In the same way, we are committed to God always in everything. About prayer, as I said, always pray to the Father in the name of Jesus Christ, with the power of the Holy Spirit. Always open with your prayer and finish your prayer. For each and everything, we have to 
some people they pray in the beginning forget in the beginning suppose if you are traveling just an example you pray before it but when you complete it you never thank god for that so in each and everything we should learn see in this the practice of jesus christ himself set an example even though he taught the lord's prayer and this is the another prayer we should know that's why i said all the seven verses are the prayer of jesus christ on the cross addressed to the father and also is finished with him about the body soul and the spirit when we die our body goes to the grave our spirit go to god and our souls to the paradise are we ready to hand over our spirit to god and are we sure of our soul will reach to god as a conclusion forgiveness from this all forgiveness the character and the nature of god and he wants us to have that in our life as well always watchful to be alert and meet the people in need and ready to forgive at any time and we are responsible to our dear ones whom god has given and knowing the plan uh, knowing the pain and the agony the he heard bear our sins what is our thirst and he has gone through he had a thirst do we have a thirst as jesus christ had and can we say that as we finish we will finish everything all the things what god wants us to do and these are all the lessons for us and uh, generally we know there are many things took place on the cross there was exchange what jesus christ what he exchanged to us or to the world just i uh, pointed out about few just for you jesus christ was punished that we might be forgiven the scripture is isaiah 53 verse 6 and also roman 51 that we may be forgiven yes it is there secondly jesus was wounded that we might be healed thirdly jesus christ made sin with our sinfulness that is made sin for our righteousness fourthly jesus endured poverty that we might share his abundance fifthly jesus bore our shame that we might share his glory sixthly jesus endured our rejection that we might have his acceptance with the father seventhly jesus was made a curse that we might enter into the blessings finally jesus died our death instead of in our place that we might have or receive his life so these are all the things or more than that we can get it from the word just few things i have chosen these are all the things what god jesus christ done for us on the cross before 2000 years ago we should have or know have the knowledge about and me- the meaning and the purpose of christ came to this world why he has to suffer or why the world is uh, uh, treating this day as differently than us and what we are expected or how we are expected to celebrate this day as a good friday this friday is a blessed friday as well to us even though the world is looking at this differently amen amen what are the seven words do you know that seven words forgive them secondly you will be with me in the paradise third 
Dear mother, here is your son, here is your mother. Fourth word, Eli Eli Rama Sabakdani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Fifth word, I am thirst. Sixth word, it is finished, it finished. Seventh word, into your hand I give my spirit. Hope you will remember all these seven words. May God bless you. Let's close our eyes as we are going to the Lord for Lord's table. Gracious Father, once again we thank you for the word what you have spoken to us. Even though we could not be able to meditate the whole thing or everything what the way you wanted. But Lord, to our limited time we could meditate few words of Father. But as you taught us, help us to keep this word in our hearts. Lord, in our life, we will remember the purpose of you sent your son Jesus Christ to this world. Lord, help us to share the message of cross to the people. Those who do not know, tell, O oh Father. Lord, we thank you once again for the blessings that you showered upon each and every one of us through your Son Jesus Christ, which was on the cross. Help us to remember this all the days of our life. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Now it's a time for us to go to the Lord's table. And uh, I read the portion of the scripture from First Corinthians chapter 11. From verse 23, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the lost body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many asleep. For if we would be judged ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. So, dear children of God, this table is prepared for the children of God, those who are accepted Christ as the personal Lord and Savior, and obeyed the Lord into the waters of baptism. So, it is a, still it is a time for you. You should, if you are convinced of your sin, after hearing this word, and time for you to confess before Him, repent for your sin, and confess before Him, and get the assurance of forgiveness of our God in your faith. And you are free to take. So, now the time for you to come in order. And as the ashes leads you and guides you, just to cooperate with them. Let us pray for the bread and the wine. Gracious Father, once again we thank you. Lord, the table which is prepared for us to remember your son Jesus Christ whom we gave him on the cross before 2,000 years ago, going through, going through all the difficulty, the agony, the pain, the suffering, and also he died on the cross, buried, and he has resurrected. And we have a great hope that he is going to come. Lord, we remember this. And as we know, it is a commandment for us to obey. And also, as we are commanded, here we are, to proclaim the coming of your Son Jesus Christ to this world. Help us, the Lord, to remember this all the days of our life. In Jesus' most exalted name, 
we pray Oh, 
As you have partaken, please remember there are three levels of significance to what we have just done. And thank God for the past. We remembered the purpose of Christ coming to earth. We remembered the purpose of Christ hanging on that cross. We remembered that through that act of our Lord Jesus Christ, where He gave His life, you and I have tasted victory today. Remember the present. Because in our taking of the Lord's table, we are, we are reaffirming our continuing fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember that what you have done today, what you have partaken of today, is an affirmation of your fellowship with God. Envision the future. Because we await in faith. 
for the glorious return of our Lord Jesus Christ when we shall be united with our Savior. Look forward to that glorious day. Father God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, Father, for this day many years back where, Father God, you hung on that cross that today we might stand with our head held high that we might stand knowing that our future is in your presence. That we can look forward to that day when we can be in perfect joy, in perfect peace, in your presence. Thank you, Lord Father, for what you did. And as we have shared in your table, Lord, help us, Lord, to remember that every time. We give glory to you. Father God, I pray, Lord, that none of us here will take it for granted that we are where we are today because of what we have done. It is nothing about us, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for what you have done. And help us, Lord, never to forget that. Give glory to you. Thank you, Father God, for using our pastor this day, Lord, to bring us your words, what you meant when you said, your prayer, Lord Father. Even as Jesus mentioned those words in prayer, Father God, we could see the heart of what was in him at that time, Lord. Father God, we ask, Lord, that you continue to anoint our pastor, Lord Father, as he brings your word to us in days to come. We thank you, we praise you. We ask for your blessings on his family, Lord. And Father God, even as we depart from this place right now, Lord, we ask, Lord, that you go with us, Lord. And as we come back in two days' time, Lord Father, to celebrate with joy that victory, Lord Father, which you have already won. Father God, help us, Lord, to remember these days, that these are days of victory. We give glory to you. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.